0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. This is Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Poulos. Cause I'm coming home I'm coming home I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home Hello folks and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos, and this is another edition of the Ride Home. Uh, This week, technically not riding home, um, but it is the end of the week I was uh, working this week at the uh, Looney Bin Comedy Club in Wichita, Kansas, and I'm just uh, staying out here because there was a little bit of a mix-up, as uh, sometimes happens. It seems like a lot lately with me, for some reason, that uh, I kind of miswrite down emails or get my wires crossed with different companies and stuff uh, March was a nightmare because I was supposed to go and do this college conference in Florida. And I wrote it down as the last week of March. And of course it was the second week of March and I booked a different gig with a different company that week. So I had to cancel that. I had to change my airline tickets. I lost a shit ton of money. It was, uh, it was weird. So, Um, Same thing kind of happened here where this club usually runs Thursday through Saturday because today is uh, Labor Day. They decided to do a show last night and they told me about it when they booked me initially but there was like a glitch in the website where it wasn't showing up on my calendar. So I got uh, a little confused as to uh, what days I was working and when I was going home. So of course when I got here you know, they, I, I saw on the marquee that it said Mark Poulos Thursday through Sunday, and I was like, son of a bitch, I really screwed this up, so it, it didn't make much sense for me to drive home today, stay home for, like, one day, and then turn around and drive back to Little Rock, because, uh, that's where I'm gonna be this week, is the Looney bin in Little Rock, so, me and my wife talked about it on the phone and just decided that it would make more sense for me to stay out here than drive home because it'd be like 11 hour drive home and then a 14 hour drive back to uh, the Looney Bin. Whereas it's like six to go from here to there. So, anywho, so I was kind of stuck out here. And obviously, I wasn't uh, planning on being on the road for whatever it is 10 days so I literally had to go do laundry today at a very interesting place so Wichita if you don't know uh, a little backstory on the city they used to be a huge city for like aircraft manufacturing like Cessnas and and stuff like that and I don't know how long ago it was but a lot of the companies shut down here and a lot of people were out of work um So the times that I would come to Wichita, they would always be kind of tough shows because the people, they just seemed like they were kind of beaten down, you know, and without any industry here, a lot of families hurting, a lot of families in trouble. And I got to tell you something, guys, I go to a lot of cities all over this country and I would consider Wichita kind of a smaller town. I mean, they are one of the biggest cities in Kansas, but it's still kind of a small town, like, you can get from the top of it to the bottom of it in, like, 10 minutes, you know, that's, that's kind of a small town to me, but, um, the club is downtown, I think it's downtown, if this would be considered downtown, um, I think their, their skyline is very flat if this is downtown, but, um, the place that they have us staying is like kind of attached to the comedy club. So it's um, right on the same street. So um, a lot of times I went out to my car and, and thought about going to take a walk or something. And first of all, it's kind of like almost impossible to take a walk this week because it's been like a 100 degrees every day, which is it's always nice when you're in a city, and it's like 100 degrees, it just really brings out the smell of garbage and urine in the alleys. But uh, every time I've gone outside to, like, get something out of my car or go for a walk or something, I have seen so many homeless people, like, more homeless people than I've ever seen in a city that's not Los Angeles or New York. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I went out there today, and there was a guy just sitting on a bench, with all of his belongings and no shirt on and that's like in i guess what you would consider like the nice part of downtown wichita and then uh, later on in the day i went to put some stuff in my car and there was a guy like in the trash can like digging through garbage and i was just like i did not realize how tough of a town this is you know like one of the guys that worked at the club i was kind of complaining about um how low merchandising sales were. And, and he said, you know, it's, it's a weird thing in Wichita because the people that come to the comedy club, they're not necessarily coming here because they are diehard fans of standup comedy. They're coming here because it's something to do because there's just not that much to do in Wichita. And they give away a lot of free tickets and they do a lot of good deals. So, you know, especially on a day when it's, 100 degrees outside if you've got some problems at home or maybe your air conditioning doesn't work too good like that would be something I would do I'd go pay three dollars to see a comedy show on a Sunday and you know get a couple two-for-one drinks or a bucket of beer or something but yeah man it's just been a weird weird week so the the feature that I was working with this week um he was born and raised in Wichita. So there was a few nights where, um, the shows were like all of his family and friends. And it's such a weird vibe, man. Cause he would go up there and he would do his stuff and they would just be like losing their mind, falling over each other, like laughing, like this is the greatest thing they've ever seen. And he's very funny. It's just, A different vibe from him to me and then I would go up there and try to do my stuff and it was almost like they were trying not to laugh as though uh, it was some kind of competition and you know I see this a lot around the country especially when you're doing like a contest or something or um, maybe there's like a special guest on the show that's from that city or from that organization or something, you know, they, they really put them on a pedestal and then they, they try not to laugh at you because they feel like their person got the short end of the stick that they weren't headlining. They just don't kind of get the whole idea of the hierarchy of a comedy show and how long you have to, you know, put your time in and, and work your way up or whatever. So I think the worst of it was early show Friday I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like, the entire crowd, with the exception of maybe a handful of people, had some kind of personal relationship with the feature. Because I've never taken the stage in a while and felt so much hate, which is, like, so stupid because, you know, I get it's it's a smaller town, and here comes this... This guy from your town—that's kind of because he lives in Kansas City now, and and he's making a name for himself. So it's kind of like this local boy does good type of story. So it's just like the teachers from his school and his high school friends and friends of his parents, and and his parents came, and you know his siblings and cousins and everything, you know. And it's it's you know I get it. The thing I don't get is you know where's the courtesy you know they just had this like feeling about them that we're here for him and we could care less about you like there was a lot of people that were like turning around when I was on stage and just having conversations and I saw a few people like start to laugh and then their friends kind of elbowed them to stop laughing and I was just like this is so stupid you know but then uh in the late show it was like no one he knew and and it was back to a normal comedy show but that that show kind of stuck with me this week because it was so weird like i was having such great sets and then i went on in that show and i did my like first three jokes and i get all these like faces from the crowd instead of laughing they're just giving me faces like what's this all about? Aren't we going to bring the other guy back up here? And I'm like, such an odd feeling, man. But, um, uh, me and the MC got along really good and, and we had kind of similar writing styles and stuff. And it was just kind of, it was kind of fun hanging out with him and, and, you know, in, uh, it, it's always a lot more fun when you, when you meet somebody that's like on your like comedy level and you can kind of enjoy an experience together, you know, cause working whatever it was, six shows in Wichita is definitely an experience. And I mean, <laughs> between the manager of the club insisting on going on every show and like, uh, doing a bunch of, Uh, announcements and material and stuff because it was one of the the other wait waiters who was a uh, also a stand-up comic he was asking us like he goes you guys go to all the other loony bins he goes do any of the other managers go on stage to welcome people to the club and do all the announcements and everything and i'm like no i've never seen this before (laughs) i go i suppose there there are other clubs around the country where where the owners are a little egotistical and they want the spotlight for a little bit. Like um, the feature act was talking about a club that he worked where the owner would go on stage and do like 15 minutes of stories that weren't funny. And then all the other comics had to cut their time back so he would have his time on stage. And, you know, I see it it so much. um, More so in like like one-nighters or two-nighters or stuff where people, you can tell the person that got the show together at that location has like such a personal investment in it that it's almost like this sense, like they couldn't get booked anywhere else. So they were like, well, I'm going to start a show at my buddy's bar every Friday and Saturday. That way I can be 100% involved with it every time like I'll always get to be on stage and all this kind of stuff cuz I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before but one of the the craziest experiences I've ever had with that was there's a a club in in moorhead Minnesota called Courtney's and it's changed hands so many times it was with uh comedy productions and then it was with uh Tom Hansen for a while and then it then it shut down for a while and when it came back up, Funny Business had taken it over, and this comic, uh, Fred Bevel, who lived there, was pretty much instrumental in getting the comedy club put back on its feet in Moorhead, so I get, I understand that he had, like, this, this invested interest in this comedy club, but he was kind of going about it in, in a really dicky way, like, he, he was the host every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he was the host, and he had a radio gig up there, and I don't know if he's still on the radio, but um, he felt like his radio audience and his draw to get people to the comedy club made him basically like the feature attraction every weekend. It, it was like it didn't matter what comics were coming in from where, like they were coming there to to see him because of his pull in the city and, and what he did for the comedy club and stuff like that, so when I got there I, I didn't really uh he didn't really say much about that but we kind of got that vibe pretty quickly because he went up to MC the show and I was featuring at the time and he basically welcomed everybody to the comedy club and he says please keep your table talk down and your cell phones off and it's my pleasure this this evening to bring your feature act tonight here he is Mark Poulos and I was like wow, that's really weird, like, he doesn't do any material, and in my head, I was like, well, that's that's kind of cool, you know, like, that he would use his celebrity to pull people into the crowd, and, and then he wouldn't take anything away from the other comedians. Little did I know that, like, when I got finished, he went back on stage, and that's when he would do his 20 minutes, like, he would, he refuses to take the bullet off the top of the show, like, he wants the sweet spot, after the person that goes first. So that first show, I was like, well, maybe it's just a fluke. Like, he had to make a phone call or something, and he was just going to do his material after me. So then early show Friday, he does the same thing, and I'm, like, talking to the the headliner while he's up there, and I'm like, do you think this is okay? And the headliner's like, I don't think this is okay at all. Maybe we should talk to him. So uh, after the show was over, we were just sitting around, And I said, Fred, do you mind um, doing your material before me and not after me? That way I can get the sweet spot in the show. And you would have thought I just told him that I I killed his cat in the parking lot because he just like exploded on me he was like who the fuck do you think you are coming in here and telling me where i can do my material he's like these fucking people are here because of me i do my material where i want when i want and how much time i want and i was like okay i get it all right so uh this week in wichita the uh the manager here he's a really really nice guy and he he definitely i have the feeling that He knows exactly what he's doing and like really trying to to build this comedy club up to something again. Um, They're drawing people, but it's it's just not crazy, you know. He even said it himself. He goes, he goes, I don't think I could fill this place up if I had Amy Schumer next week. He's like, these people are just so hard to get in the door, but he's doing his best. But it's just so strange to see him go up there before the show starts and like welcome people you know and then he tries to do a few jokes and stuff I guess he used to be a comedian and uh, then then he brings the MC on stage and I'm just like I don't know it just seems like a strange thing but uh, you know all the best to him and the people at the Looney bin in Wichita if you're if you're ever in that area you should go to that club it's it's brand new it's gorgeous they're uh they're really doing it right there and uh yeah anyways so um oh i forgot to talk about me doing my laundry today because it's a really funny story too so i got caught off guard that i was going to be out here for that long so i had to actually go and do my laundry today and uh i ended up at a place across town that was like a 24 hour laundromat i just Surprisingly, it got four stars on Yelp. So I was like, all right, I'll go check it out. So they had Wi Fi and everything, but I mean, it was jam packed. It was almost like everyone in Wichita saved up all their clothes from the last three weeks just so they could do one giant wash on Labor Day. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I've never been to a laundromat before where people were like, uh, fighting over dryers there just weren't enough dryers and there were so many people and I got lucky like when my clothes got done in the washer like there was a lady pulling her stuff out and I just kind of scooched in right behind her but just sitting there and just kind of watching the cross-section of people of Wichita was just an amazing people-watching thing because me (laughs) there's a funny saying that I heard and I feel like my wife told me about it or one of my buddies or something like that, but there's like this condition and I don't know if you've ever seen this type of lady where like her torso and the upper half of her body is like pristine and perfect, like just average size body, beautiful face. Um, but for some reason from like the waist down, she just has like this gigantic hips and butt and it's a condition this guy coined as moons over my hammy <laughs> and uh anytime I see a girl like that it just comes to light so I was sending my wife pictures of the laundromat and she was like oh I think I see a moons over my hammy over there <laughs> and I was like oh shit I didn't even notice that but I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a few people in the laundromat that weren't even doing laundry, that they were just hanging out in there because it had free Wi-Fi, uh, air conditioning, TV and video games and snack machines and stuff, which I to tell you, if I wasn't down on my luck and didn't have shit to do on Labor Day, that's probably where I'd be hanging out, you know. But thankfully, I got uh, I got my laundry done and everything and and got out of there and and uh, the nice part about Wichita, like, one of the, the sterling pearls of this place is that somewhere, like, ten years ago, they made this, like, amazing connection with this barbecue place down here called the Pig Inn and Pig Out. And I implore you, if you're anywhere near Wichita, go to the Pig Inn and Pig Out. It is the most delicious barbecue I've ever tasted in my life. And this is the type of place, too, where they they cook the meat and everything and they serve it and they close their doors when they're out of meat. Like they don't, uh, they don't drag it on or try to like make stuff quick. Like it's all like slow roasted, like 14 hours barbecue. So they've got this thing where like the comics get to go over there and like eat a bunch of barbecue for free. And it's like insane, you know, and it's not even like they give you a plate, you know, like a little brisket and a rib and a couple sides they give you this giant tinfoil bucket full of like everything that they make there and it's so good and we've been just gnawing on that for the rest of the weekend um which was so delicious man um yeah so if you're if you're ever in the area make sure you get down to the pig in pig out but the funny part is like the guy who made that connection between the comedy club and uh and the pig and pig out. His name's Danny. He's a really cool guy. And it was so crazy because uh, I was I was hitting this Walmart in town every day because I'm trying to do this uh, sugar cleanse thing and get off of uh, refined sugar. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a battle. Um, I haven't slipped. I haven't had any refined sugar, but I'm sure I'm still getting sugar through some of the things that I'm eating because. I would have thought that I would have had like a bigger crash than I did because basically I just like day three I had like the worst headache of all headaches for all day and that was about all the withdrawals that I had. So I've been going to Walmart to get like fresh veggies and fruits every day. And the one day I ran into Danny over there and apparently like the night before he had parked his car at Walmart with a trailer on the back of it and his riding lawnmower because he was going to his mom's house to cut the grass. And he was in Walmart for like 15 minutes. He comes out and somebody had lifted the trailer off of his car and like hooked it onto theirs and then just took his shit. And so when he was there, he was trying to get the video footage And he like put it all over social media and he took pictures of his trailer and his his lawnmower and he put it up there and he's just like, oh my God, please, please, somebody help me if you know anything about this. And uh, like an hour later or two hours later after he put everything up on social media, somebody was like, dude, I just saw your trailer and your lawnmower over here and he fucking went over there, and they caught the guys, and he got his fucking trailer and his lawnmower back, and there was a picture this morning on Facebook of him cutting his mom's lawn with a thumbs up, and I was like, how crazy is that, man, like, I would have assumed, like, that was gone for good, but, I mean, it was, it was an amazing story, and such a, you know, a positive thing to end the week here in Wichita, I was, I was glad he got his stuff back, but, Yeah, so Wichita's been fun. This week, uh, if you're in the Little Rock, Arkansas area, and you listen to my podcast, I will be there Wednesday through Saturday for uh, six shows. Get out, see a show if you're down there, and uh, check out my website for all my upcoming dates. I just added uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, Decatur, Illinois, Oklahoma City, Um what was the other date that I added, um, lacrosse. be coming back to Lacrosse, and, uh, yeah, oh, and I'm coming back to Sioux City to do the Hard Rock, uh, in October, so a lot of fun shows that are coming up, I'm really excited for them, so check out my website, markpulos.com, for, uh, all the upcoming dates, and to get this podcast, it's on Stitcher, and iTunes, and Podbean, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so and a couple quick thanks to uh, my sponsors, um, Lee's Tease.com and KBRemodelingInc.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Tune in next time when we talk about who knows.